Hello, everybody. You're very welcome to this latest podcast in the PhD series. I want to speak today to Vedant Modi. And Vedant, I'm going to ask you um, to give us a little bit of background, a little bit of background about yourself and how you came to study to be studying a PhD at the University of Limerick. Well, I'm originally from India and I had moved to Ireland or UL back in 2014 when I done my bachelor's degree in aeronautical engineering. And while I was pursuing my degree and I was awaiting my results, my current supervisor and that time post-director, Ronan O'Higgins, he asked me if I was interested in doing a PhD. And uh, he said it would be an industrial focused PhD and it was going to be partly funded by Boeing. And that's the main aspect. When I heard Boeing, I was like, I would be really interested in pursuing a PhD. And since I've already been accustomed to the UL facilities, it would be the best motive to do it in UL itself. So I chose UL as well to do it that time. Okay, great. And where did this interest in um, aeronautical engineering come from? You know, was it some passion that you had as a child or was it something that, you know, evolved over time? So it was always since I was a child, actually, when I took my first flight, I remember I was six or seven years old and taking my first flight. And ever since I was like, I was always very attracted to aircraft and I just wanted to learn more and more about aerospace and the field. And when I got the chance to study aeronautical engineering, I learned more. And now when I'm doing, going into more detail with my PhD, I'm looking at different things related to aerospace. Since my PhD is not much into aerodynamics, it's more with materials aspects of it. So it's very broadened, it can be used in various different fields. But uh, I think my primary motive is to look at aircrafts and it's always been a dream to work on aircrafts. Okay, and what was it about a PhD, you know, in this area? Was it something that you feel is a necessary qualification to have for, for what your career aspirations are? So my current field of research is actually uh, something which is essential in the long term for future aviation industries to come up with. So my research uh, will actually look into different kinds of methods of repairing certain material which is used in the aviation industry at the minute. And it, I think it would be quite essential to have a degree or a knowledgeable field on how this can work and how it can benefit in the industrial aspect. Great. And then, and why specifically the University of Limerick to do your PhD? So uh, UL was chosen only because uh, I was already in Ireland for a while and I was accustomed to most of the things in UL and I knew most of the faculties in the science and engineering department. So it would have been easier to do it in UL and more easy to settle in as well compared to any other university. And since I was also being funded externally with my application, uh, UL was the perfect choice. Okay, great. And tell, could you give us uh, an idea of Dant of what you're working on right now, or you know, what's the next big milestone in your PhD? What? So my field of research is basically on composite material, and I am working on a particular kind of material which is a thermoplastic composite material. And I'm looking at different damages and the vulnerability of that material. And that will be followed by looking at different repair techniques. Since the thermoplastic composite material is an industrial focused material where loads of aviation industries are interested to use them for commercial applications, it's of great benefit. But the damage aspects are still not understood and is one of the major reasons they're still not being used in the next generation aircraft. And to follow this up, there's no repair techniques which can be applied to them currently as well. 
So I'm looking at different kind of novel repairing techniques which can be used to help come up with a good test matrix and help repair and look at different damages beforehand on this material. And I think the biggest milestone which I will achieve is hoping to get this repair technique. It could also be something which can be used by all aviation industries in the future and it would be something they would probably be looking on to my research for if they does get approved in the future. Great, so it's really cutting edge. It's it's re it, uh, And tell us, and I could see it possibly having applicability. Would it have applicability even beyond the aeronautical industry? Yes, it should be applicable to any kind of industry where materials need to be joined. So it would basically help in assembling structures where you wouldn't require any more nuts and bolts. You could just use novel heating techniques. And I can't talk more about the actual technique I'm using. So. I could repair more on novel heating techniques and that could be used in any space. It could be used in the aviation industry, in the automotive industry, even in the marine industry and uh, various different industries which use composite material. Okay, excellent. And then just um, in terms of uh, your, you know, if you were to say, uh, I, I realize that you, you know, there may be no such thing as a typical working day when doing a when doing a PhD, but just if you could give us an idea of what a working day might look uh, like, you know, even even now during the during this pandemic, what a what a working day consists of for you well, on your I was, research. I was fortunate enough to have a typical working day before COVID as well, mm -hmm. and before COVID, it was mainly go to the lab, sit in my desk, but I think. It was very more productive and beneficial when you were working in the labs or working at your desk in the university. But now a typical day with this pandemic going on would be a very slow paced one where you'd go to the lab in the morning, especially you've only a few hours because of COVID restrictions and COVID guidelines. You can use a few hours in the lab and I pretty much try and have my full day planned out. So what I do is if I'm going to the lab the next day, I'll have my full day in the lab planned out the evening before. So I know I'm going to be doing this, this and this. So I don't waste a minute in the lab. And it's always having a plan and having a test matrix and plan. And I do that, go to the lab, execute that. Once that's done, I usually come back home. If I have some good results, I would usually analyze those data. If not, it's more on working on my literature review. But a typical day right now, I think that this is not the most beneficial of the most happy ones I could say the way the situation we're all living in but it's still something I'm looking forward to the end of this pandemic so we can actually hope to go back to our desk again and start using all that facilities without any, without any restrictions. Yeah absolutely and uh, just following on from that Vedant and obviously you know there, it sounds like there are a lot of challenges now in particular around you know with with uh, lack of access you know to, to facilities but could you and um, perhaps tell us about a time when you encountered a problem or a challenge in, in your research and how you confronted that challenge and perhaps uh, overcame it. So there are various different challenges uh, which I've encountered during my research. I think an exciting one was I was actually looking at a different kind of a technique uh, to join that material and you uh, well unfortunately did not have sufficient uh, infrastructure for that kind of technique to be used and this is when uh, I started reading loads of literature reviews and I was reading loads of papers and I saw somebody in Luxembourg who was carrying something out which I wanted to do as well and compare those to different techniques 
And uh, this is when I emailed my supervisor saying he's been publishing a lot. One of these PhD students in Luxembourg has been publishing a lot in this field. And I said, can I hopefully try and email him and see if he's interested in doing something with me where we can work together and come up with a novel solution. And I emailed him the next day and my supervisor approved and it led to a collaboration project which we're currently working on as well. And that's something where I think a PhD might open more horizons and it gives me the benefits to go to Luxembourg, hopefully do some testing with him and learn about new novel processes which aren't even in the UL facilities. And I can use outdoor external university facilities as well. So that's something I think was pretty interesting and it was a good challenge to overcome, but it's still a matter of fact when I can go and use those facilities when some restrictions come open up. Sure, and um, tell us um, again, you may well have an almost answered this question already, but just in terms of say, we hear so much about impact these days and the importance of impact with regard to research and people are always asked to account for, you know, what's the impact of their research going to be? So what would you say is going to be, what would you say is, or what, what would you hope that the impact of your research is going to be ultimately? So I really hope that uh, in terms of looking at different damages and the vulnerability of the material I'm working on, it could be an easier aspect for aviation companies or even any other industry who wants to use carbon fiber composites, thermoplastic composites, who could look at my study and they could decide on the design layup and see how the damage was propagating in those machines so they'd have a better idea beforehand and they would know the strength before they go and manufacture those in commercial aspects. And more importantly, in terms of repair, once there's a full approved repair, which has been approved by all the aviation agencies, then it could be something which can be used full time in the commercial industry and it would save all the aviation industries quite a bit of money and help them look into this research as well, which I've carried out. Great. And for your own career, Vedant, where, where do you think you know, you, you, this research will take you, you know, could you imagine yourself within academia or within say um, industry or within the public sector or where do you think that this, uh, this project, this so PhD project will take you? I'm really hopeful that this project takes me to industrial aspects because I think since my PhD is a fully industrial focused PhD, it should open horizons to different industries and like we discussed before, it's not only restricted to the aviation industry, it's open to all industries. So even the likes of Tesla or SpaceX, I think Tesla is something which I'm really interested in because of all the electric cars they're making and composite materials certainly can be used in that industry as well and can be used in Tesla cars. So I'm hopeful it'll be more of an industrial aspect where I can get a good industrial job in one of the big companies. So that's where something I'm hopeful for. Great, and tell us, um... With regard to how, what would you say are you know the advantages, say of um, of doing a PhD um, compared, say, to working in industry at the moment, just in terms of say you know w without one, you know, what would you say are the advantages of uh, of you know of 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 having a PhD and how will it equip you for this kind of you know post academic world? Well, I think the first and most major advantage of carrying out a PhD is it's giving me an opportunity to make a contribution towards my chosen field, towards my field of interest. And I think that's a very good benefit to have. The second one would be in terms of career goals. I think 
if you have a PhD, you've experienced a lot during your four years where you can have the most stressful days or you can have the most easiest days as well. So that way I can have a long term, long term career goal where I've experienced so much. And it's also very challenging and it always gives me more knowledge. So that's definitely advantages of doing a PhD. Excellent. And just a last question then. What advice would you give to someone who's thinking of doing a PhD? Not necessarily at the University of Limerick, but just doing a PhD. Somebody, you know, who's in, you know, who's an undergraduate at the moment or doing a master's. What advice would you give to them if they're thinking of doing a PhD? Well, I think the first thing they should be 100% aware of is are they going to be committed and dedicated to this field or the study? If they are, then I think they will certainly enjoy this research, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. There will be the most stressful of days, which they'll have to accustom to and they'll have to get used to. And it could be results would never, especially in science and engineering, I could say results might not be going in your way at all, but it's never to be disheartened because it's only a result. It's not proving, it's still something to provide. So if you, even if the results are not what you're hoping for, it's still something you can give out to in, in the data and say you already tried your best. So that's something. So you should never give hope, lose hope. And you should always try and come up with new different ideas and it gives you more thinking knowledge as well and really broaden the horizon. Excellent. Vedan, thank you so much. That was great. Um, really, really useful and um, insightful to hear, you know, um, your thoughts on uh, your own PhD and on your research and just advice that you would have for others and about your, you know, potential career aspirations and where this research is 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 leading to it sounds like really um exciting and in a in a real kind of niche area so thank you so much Vedant and I'll say just best of luck with your with your PhD uh with the with the rest of your studies and with your future career and um yeah great and thank you thank you so much for taking your time out of your uh, busy schedule to be here today thanks a lot Jared. thank you so much Great. Thank you, Virant. Bye-bye.